Welcome back to the 1010s Podcast, the foremost authority on all things rice. Welcome back. Yay! We had such good response from our uh, Dude in My Ricer podcast. Might, might be a recurring bit. It might be a recurring bit. So if you, if you feel like now you want to contribute and you want to know, dude, am I a ricer? You can send us a message. We will save it. And when we redo this bit sometime in the future, we will use it then. Next week. <laughs> we'll see this every other week. <laughs> this is all we're doing. Anymore. This is the Dude in My Ricer podcast. We're changing our name. We're going to have to get a phone number, though. Because like other podcasts, like Adam Carolla does that too, except he probably has enough listeners that it's live, but he has a call-in phone number. DWA has a call-in phone number with an answering machine. I wonder how that works. We can give him your number. No. If you want Michael's back number, just email us and I'll give it to you. Yeah, just <laughs> shoot me an email. Rude. <laughs> 10, Ten podcast at gmail. Unless you are a female, please do not email us for my phone number. Thank you very much. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll, we'll give it out publicly. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do it via email or you can do it on Facebook and Instagram um, at the number 10 tens podcast on Twitter. Please go to 10 com and hit up the store. Uh, Robbie shared with us all of the wonderful colors of shirts that are available, especially in women's shirts. Yep, lots of colors. There are tons and tons of options for uh, for women's shirts and men's shirts and pillowcases. They're not pillowcases. They're not cases. They're, they're, 18 they're, by actual, 18. Pillows. they're actual pillows. Yes. yes. I sprung for the extra with the filling. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Somebody even was like, I thought they were pillowcases. No, dude, they're real pillows. I thought it was because we were talking about getting like normal bed pillows. You know what I mean? The cases for bed pillows. They don't, no, they these don't, are like throw pillows. Right. To, to yeah. They're 18 to by your 18 home decor. pillows. Okay. But they're not even cases. They've got stuffing in them already. Yeah. They're good to go for your Ready couch. Ready to go. So snuggle up. Solid. Um, what else we got since last week? Uh, well, we did. We were on another show. We were on another show, Rags to Races. Make sure to go and check him out. He's on iTunes, at least. I don't know if he's anywhere else because I'm a bad person, I guess, but I know he's at least on iTunes. He has a Facebook page and a Twitter yep. and an Instagram. You can find him at Rags to Races. Uh, yes, we were on his show whatever, probably a couple weeks ago now by the time that this comes out. but Yeah, that's true. Did a little interview with him. He uh, His bit is um, inexpensive racing, if you couldn't have put that together already. Yep. So if that's something you're interested in, you can check out his podcast. If you're teetering on the edge of trying to decide whether or not this racing thing is for you, he might be able to offer some tips on how to teeter over the edge. And then, Adam, you had some you had something since last week, didn't you? Something you were going to share? Something that's coming up on the calendar? Yes. Ravi. Yeah, I don't know why you're looking at me that way. Ravi doesn't even know I what I'm talking about. Ravi's forgotten. So this probably a reason I forgot. This, this event happened before we even started the podcast. One year ago on Saturday, which if you're listening to this when this comes out, it would have been yesterday. yesterday. But right now as we're recording, this is three days from now. So October 1st. October 1st. 2016. 2015, 2015 in this case. 2015, uh, Nissan released those uh, snow-modified crossover SUVs with the tracks. The, the, oh, the what are they called? The Rogue Warriors? Rogue Warriors. The Rogue Warriors. Say your say your catchphrase. Just get it out of the way. Oh, we're going rogue. So that means he's getting them. So last year I shared that on your wall, and Michael and I kind of like you know poked and prodded at you because that's something we've been doing long before the podcast was a thing. And you said next year, huh. and I said I'm going to put this on my calendar and demand receipts a year from today. I don't think they're commercially available. 
Not with that attitude. I know. So let's get them, Robbie. Where are your snow tracks for your bitchin' rogue? Well, you they, need them. Winter is coming, they, sir. Winter is approaching. They do make those things you can drive up into. Yeah. That's not the same, That's though. That's not the same. Those I, have, I cool. have to get the actual yeah, track. For sure. Listen, Robbie. Then you and Ken Block can do sweet off-road snow things. On Saturday, November 12th, which I assume I put this on my calendar a year ago, and I think I invited you to it, it says, Help Robbie Install Rogue Tracks. <laughs> and that is a weekend-long event. Uh, it goes from 8 a.m. on Saturday um, until 9 a.m. on Sunday. So I, I guess we're just going to pull an all-nighter on that. 25 hours. Why, why wouldn't we? <laughs> so, um, yeah, ball's in your court. You better get your shit together. I'll see what I can do. I'll see uh, how dedicated we were to this? Not only did I have something, but Michael did, too. It was we highly both professional. Like, it was on my calendar. We, I'm fairly certain I declined both these interviews. I don't think you did. I think you <laughs> No, I remember the conversation now. What you said was, I'm going to tell him I'll do it next year. And they won't remember, so it'll just go away and we'll never have to have this conversation again. And I remember your snide comments about it, and that's why I put it in my <laughs> calendar. Because I said, fine, I will remind you in a year about this, and we will do it then. And you said, fine. So you have to do it. My no, favorite not on my of, calendar. My so. favorite part about this is that at the time that this happened, you had no idea that we were going to put it out for the whole world <laughs> to find out that you had said this. Because we had no intentions of doing a podcast at that point in our lives. That's true. Well, if I had all the money in the world, I'd be all about it. But sorry. I mean, how important is this LS swapped? More important than a rogue warrior. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Rogue warrior is pretty unique. You're you got to live up to your catchphrase. Yeah, if you're going to live that rogue lifestyle, that going rogue lifestyle, just get the tracks, bro. So I need just to get off-road tracks for the rogue. I need yep. an Aston Martin and an LS for my 240. We don't have to get the... I would start... Let's start with the rogue. <laughs> Improve the rogue, and then we'll go back and we'll get... Cause I need, how you no, gonna, I need all-wheel drive for that, though. I would take back every terrible thing I've ever said about the rogue if it was tracked. Mm, okay. I will second that. <laughs> So, moving on. <laughs> I just forwarded him the reminder <laughs> for his calendar, so d- just don't forget. That's all I'm saying. Just let me know. I mean, we can move it, but I don't want to move it very much, because you're, mid-November, you're going to need those. By then, it's pushing it. Yeah, yeah. It's probably snow it's on the up. ground. I'm going to wish I had them. When, we, when you get stuck in the snow this winter... We're going to laugh. Think I will drive over to where you are, and I will stand there and laugh at you. And I will, I will you pray all. all winter that I never get stuck. And if I do get stuck, I won't We're let either one of you know. know. <laughs> Michael will there. drive over there with an all-wheel drive LS-powered vehicle <laughs> and laugh at you. And then leave immediately. Top Gear With style. my seat warmers on. <laughs> Top Gear style, leave a man behind. Peace out, Robbie. You got all seasons on that? No, they're well, just they're just whatever. Yeah, they're, they're eco just, tires. Yeah, probably. Dude, no. you're gonna get so fucking stuck. It's gonna be unbelievable. <laughs> At least I have snow tires on my two wheel drive. Dude, we're trying to do you a favor. Yeah, you act like we're, we're the assholes you, here. Robbie. Yeah, you could get stuck in the middle of fucking nowhere like we almost did that one time. We almost died. We yeah, we can, we could almost died. <laughs> we could have froze. We could we would have had to call the police if it got any worse. But anyway. <laughs> no, seriously, like if we were stuck out there in the oh, middle I of know. nowhere and it was I negative know. eight, we would have had to call the cops. You know what? Frankly, the fact that we ran my truck out of oil and almost killed the motor wasn't even the closest to dying that we came that day. No, there were multiple times that we almost died that We day. almost got pancaked underneath a semi that was facing the wrong <laughs> In direction. In between two semis at one point <laughs> as well. It was a bad it was a day. It was, a it was worth day. it. Totally worth it. So anyway, I don't want Robbie to get out of this. Um, so we're just looking out for your well-being, that's all. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can find for uh, help tracks. Help me to help you. All right, we'll get on this.
If nothing, if nothing else, we should just come over here and install like chains on his tires just to be assholes. <laughs> just in the middle of the night because he leaves his car outside and just jack it up, put chains on it. What the fuck is that noise? <laughs> oh my God, let's do chains. it. Let's do it. That's awesome. If you could pull it off or I wouldn't wake up, I'd be really impressed. Jack's Challenge noisy. accepted. Don't we have a listener of the week? <laughs> <laughs> Can we move on? From this ridiculous scenario. Who left us that Rice review? What was his name? Uh, we should shout him out. Austin Covey. Yeah, Austin Covey. That was the Kobe. best review ever. The greatest review. I'm super pumped about it. I, did you see what I commented on it? No, what'd you say? I told him, if we were so full of ourselves that we were to leave reviews for ourselves, it, it would, would read be, exactly it would be this like review. this. The authority on all things Rice. Is, is that a compliment or a diss? Well, well, Adam it, and I are it, not ricers, so it might be a diss on it's you. All, oh. The authority on what is and is not rice. Ooh, so yeah, well, that, so that, is, that is a compliment. That's a compliment okay. for compliment. sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Phrasing. Nice. It's all about it. the phrasing. We're an authority of something. Hey, that is true. We are this an authority. This is what happens when you're on the internet. People believe you. You suddenly become. Oh, by the way, I was told many things we were wrong about last week. But the one thing I was told we were wrong about is um, they there was a Mark One. Fiesta in the U.S. Oh, really? You could buy it here. It was so I actually researched. Twelve it after. people bought them. That was the problem. <laughs> Nobody bought them. There was not a Mark II Fiesta in the United States. Let's put it that way. But it was meant to be like a golf, like a world. We sell it everywhere. Yeah, like they're doing now again. Yeah, they must have got pretty burned on that first one. Speaking of Fiestas, I drove a Fiesta ST this weekend. Ooh, what do you think of that? Don bought one. It's it's fun. I like it. Yeah. Zippy. If I were to pick a car that meets all of my daily driver needs and Robbie's daily driver needs, I think that would be the Fiesta car I would go with. Yeah. Have you decided on a new daily then? No, I'm not buying a new car. Are you kidding me? Well, not. Do you get a new? It's like, like seventeen thousand dollars more than I want to spend on a car. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like nineteen grand. So you do the math. Starting on that it. One. Yeah. Did he get the Recaros? Yeah, he has the full package. Nice. Although, uh. It's a bit ricer because... The seats? No, it's got red brake calipers, but they don't say Brembo on them. Oh, that's rice for ricer. sure, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, okay, okay. Any non-labeled brand name brake caliper that... Let's throw this in there, too. Is not powder-coated. It's got to be fucking powder-coated for sure is ricer. If you paint your... God damn it. If you paint... <laughs> Yours are powder coated though, aren't they? Damn no, they're not. Damn it, Robbie. Damn it, Robbie. God damn it. Are they brand? No, they're not a brand, are they? They're, they're, they're just the, three. They're the 350Z. Yeah, 370Z. Damn it, Robbie. 300ZX. My goodness. You could have even got those as. A, oh no, I don't know if the 300ZX had a Brembo. The no, 350 had a Brembo. Yeah, the 350. Can you get a 350 kit for that? I have Brembo uh, rotors. <laughs> Doesn't do any good. No. No, we're it's not. Got to be Brembo that. calipers. Yeah, if you've got. Any caliper that you have painted or that the factory painted in an attempt to make it look, air quotes, sporty by some marketing people, that is Ricer. My salesman bought... Except for black. If you paint them black, I'll give you a pass on it. Yeah, just because it kind of hides it and I'm okay with it. Uh, my salesman on his A8L has plastic 3M adhesive covers that are red. Even more Ricer. Ultra Ricer. <laughs> I never even thought of that. Holy cow. Oh, do you remember? We really are just going to become the Am the I a Ricer Am podcast. Am I a Ricer podcast. Do you remember the Fiat 500 Abarth with the Italian flag plastic? Those are... Break, <coughs> break caliper covers. Are those kind of cool, though? No, they are not. No. Uh, I hate I hate them so much. I hate them. 
<laughs> so bad. That's Sorry his, if that's you listen. That's dude, as bad but... as the uh, the disc cover that goes over your drum brakes. That's a hot rod thing. That's bad too. But it's rice. Yeah, it's, oh, that's so rice. I hate that but it's as still well. Rice. That would be a hot rod thing. That's rice for sure. Because I've seen that. Pretty rice. I've seen that more often on hot rods than on anything else. They'll put. They'll have drums in the back still, and they put that fake disc plastic thing on it. Oh, I got. I got one for you. Since this is due to my eraser podcast. <laughs> what about there now? What about brake drums that are painted red? What is that? Because I don't know that that's, that's rice. dangerous. I think is what that's, that's, that's as bad as the the fronts being painted red. Yeah, but oh, break drums! The yeah. drum, the oh, drum God. itself. That's calling attention to the fact that you have you a have cheap drum economy car. Why would you do that? I don't know. You see, it, the hot rod guys do it though. Some yeah, like cheap hot rod guys do it. It's not a pass. You think it's rice? Yes. I just think it's terrible. Let's not do it. That makes it rice. We're gonna burn through our whole topics Probably. for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Look, I kind of enjoyed the anymore. Fiesta ST. It was a fun little car. It's good. I almost bought one, except for the dealership pissing me off. They're good, though. They're fun. Uh, Don immediately modified his because it didn't make enough turbo noises. So you had a nice blow-off valve? <laughs> Excuse me. We're all Yeah, sick, he sorry. bought some sort of thing. Neat. I don't know. But he bought, he paid for an extended warranty and then immediately modified it, <sighs> swearing up and down that the service manager at the dealership said, said it wouldn't void his warranty. Yes, it said, would. Well, let, it did already. Let me know how that goes when you blow the motor up. Uh, that's not ideal. That's not an ideal scenario. <laughs> He swears up and down he's good, and I hope to God he's right. I hope he's Those right, but does, I, don't, are expensive. I don't think so. It wasn't too bad. Oh, it, it wasn't? No, it basically makes it so don't quote me on miles or anything like that, and I'm not even going to guess on the price. It wasn't too bad, but basically the motor has one warranty, and yeah. the bumper-to-bumper has the rest. Yeah, for sure. And then basically what that extended warranty does is it makes it all the same. Oh, Okay. Because I can tell you, because I asked, because I did consumer things to buy the Veloster, and now I just do six-liter things. But <laughs> I did, at one point, I was a genuine consumer of automobiles. He was surfing Edmonds. Yeah, I was looking at, I was comparing warranties and things and, and looking at running costs, and it was terrible. But, so on, on at least the ST, it's 36,000 miles or three years bumper to bumper, and then the drivetrain is 60 in six years, I believe. All I know is that it brings it it's up all to being same. equal, except for consumables. So, right. Uh, pads and rotors, tires, not covered. The uh, the bumper to bumper is a it's a nice deal. Anything goes wrong because I had it. I had the Bluetooth in my radio fail, and I had remember when we got back from Grid Life, my fan switch stopped working. No, I it don't was, remember oh, that. It was one or four, and four was like. <clears throat> If, if in front I of a remembered. cattle fan, you know what I mean? Like, you're just getting blown over. You can't hear shit because there's just so much fan happening. And one was like a mouse in the dash, like, blowing air on you. And so you got no in-between. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. It was right after we got back from Grid Life. It failed. I've never owned a car with a warranty. Me neither. Nah. You've never? Really? Never? Never. He had a 300,000-mile Toyota RAV4. Do you think he had a warranty? You didn't. There was. You didn't do any warranty. I for, think my, oh, or no, the Rogue was over a hundred when you got it. Too, yeah, I think it? if my dad, my dad probably had a warranty on the Rav when he bought it, and then by the time I got it, it was already long gone. And then Interesting. The, the same with the Rogue. And clearly, Interesting. Clearly, the Equinox and the two forty do not have warranties, being old and broken. The Equinox wasn't at a hundred when you got it, though, was it? Yeah, it was. Oh, it was over a hundred too. Oh, yeah. that's, I thought that's where my problems all started. Oh, I thought it was at like eighty, and then it still shit out. It no. was a complete piece of shit. 
Well, yeah. It was a complete piece of shit. <laughs> I just thought it was more of a complete piece of shit than it really was. No. My Audi, my second Audi when I bought it, my blue TT had low enough miles, but it was too old. Because it was owned by an engineer and it was this fun car. Never and drove the story it. I was given was that he decided if he was going to own a fun car and never drive it, it'd just as well be something bitching. So he bought a GT500. Okay, fair enough. That is more bitching. Yeah, I, I bought the car and I couldn't argue with it. I mean, that's a fair point. V8 supercharger noises or some tiny little German car that breaks down all the time? Yeah, I know which one I'd take too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Agreed. So. You want to say anything about that off-road event? I kind of do. It was okay. cool. So uh, I found out Saturday night after eating with Don and driving his Fiesta uh, ST that um, the Jeep show that happens in my town I live in was happening that weekend. And if I'd have known that earlier, I probably would have tried to line something up for Michael to complete his bucket Do my list. Jeep things. I have, I've actually, I have at least three people who are ready and willing at this point now. Oh, they're online? Yeah. Sweet. Let's do it. So I'd like to do it. Three, if not four people who are like, yeah, we can do that. I need to do we'll about 75 things before the frost sets in. One of them was like, let's do it soon before the frost sets in. Really? So, Somebody said that? Yeah. Shit. We should talk about that after. Okay. So anyway, um, basically they set up like this obstacle course and it has varying degrees of difficulty. And um, all of the obstacles have like a path you can take around them. So if your Jeep is not up to the task you can drive around it yeah and there were two obstacles there that i never saw anybody one obstacle nobody even tried when i was Lame. there and the other obstacle one person attempted and failed and just about rolled the bitch over solid i saw two of them just about flip on two different obstacles uh there were lots of uh jeep wranglers with taller tires but basically completely stock other than that and like husband and wives who are like oh, i give a jeep you know and and they go out there and they slam their belly pan on the bottom of a rock and you could Ow. see the wife like cringing and getting mad you in moron. the passenger yeah. seat like what are you doing because you know it's her daily driver he's just taking it you know but there was everything from from those to like full-on off-road rigs and I mean, it was it was cool. There were probably thirty or forty jeeps there. It was decent sized. So, yeah. I'd like to ask those guys more questions about when they do these things. Yeah, I've or where I went out and found their Facebook page and subscribed to their event list. So we will be notified. I'm sure it's just like autocross. You're just like I don't know, no idea, and then you realize, oh, they're doing one every two weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like you know, it's the same um, deal. The guy that introduced me to the SCCA jokingly called it the Secret Car Club of America, that sort of deal. Yeah, it's got. Yeah, I bet it's exactly the same thing. If you want to do off-road things, I'm sure you can do them regularly. There was somebody there. It never came off the trailer. It was uh, the front end and tailgate of a Scout, a Scout 1, but everything else in between it was not Scout. Like, big block Chevy, it was as wide as it was long, and had like huge balloon super swamper tires on it. And it looked like one of those mud bog racing rigs. Yeah. Yep. And it makes me wonder if that is happening around here because that is something I want to go do that and for sure. Mud bog stuff. That would be sweet. That'd be a lot of fun. We could do that with your tracked rogue. See, now we're going. See, now you have to get it, Robbie, because it's for the show. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. 
It's for the. It's for the, the tracks, good. The tracks are probably outlawed. You have to have the big tires. No, it's not. Robbie. I'm betting. Robbie. I'm betting if you showed up with a Nissan Rogue that had tracks on it, it'd be like, yeah, jump for the front Please of the go line, first, good, sir. sir. Don't even bother with the tech inspection line. Roll right through it. They would point me to the exit and say, "Beat it, nerd." No, Robbie, get out. Robbie, Robbie, it's for the good of the show. We can use it in the summertime. It's going to save your life and potentially the life of anybody in your car in the wintertime. It's going to save you the embarrassment of me laughing at you when you get stuck. That alone would be and worth then it. publicly <laughs> berating you on the show. Right. I'm going to tell everybody. I'm going to take pictures, professional pictures, of course, and put them all over the internet. He's been practicing. Know, yeah, I've been taking I pictures. Saw, He's been practicing and taking pictures moment. of things that aren't moving, Robbie, which would be you for in this a year. I've been working on this for a year to embarrass you publicly. Uh, next year. <laughs> Damn it! Right. Listen. I'm just gonna make that a reoccurring forever in my my. Uh, I like it every winter calendar. from now on. You have tracks yet, bro? Yeah, I'm working on it. Okay, great. So there was a guy there in like a brand new Jeep Grand Cherokee. You know the kind of like ugly one that they like changed the suspension style on, and so now no one, everyone was like, "Oh my god, we can't lift them anymore." And yeah, you can only lift it like three inches. Yeah, there's. I don't. Do you know what it is? What's what what's it different? No, I'm not sure. No. Okay, we're not even going to quote it because we'll be Go- way wrong. Google it. When you do know, send us a message. But anyway, he was there with that. Still had the Dewey sticker on it, tags on it. Oh shit! Like and he still just had bought the it. grease pen from an auction. Oh boy! And I was like, "Does your sales manager know you're here banging <laughs> the bottom of that thing on there?" And he was like coming up to an obstacle, and he kind of looks out the window because there's course workers for yeah. lack of a better term uh like standing there and he's like you think i'll clear that no go around <laughs> oh okay <laughs> sounds like you straight up stole that off the lot that was my question Showed up, like, uh, it came off the semi truck like, are you the are you their wash boy like do you real do they yeah. realize you're here with yeah that? right where are you he supposed didn't to look be? any older than me I mean, he didn't look like he should be having that. He was probably probably it, supposed to be taking it to get gas in it and get a detail. It did not have a, a paper plate in it, and it still had auction grease pen on the windshield, which tells me that it was not probably supposed to be there. Sketchy. I saw a dude in a Corvette with dealer tags on it at Marshalltown. Yeah, I was there for that. You remember that? Yeah. And I was like, dude, we should figure out which dealer that is and not ever go there, ever. I would be lying to we'll you be- if I said we never took lot cars out and beat the snot out of them when I worked at the dealership. I would work on Saturdays because, you know, I was a school kid, so I could yeah. only work so many hours. And our my dealership was right next to a, a grain elevator. So when trucks are unloading and, and loading there, there was all this, like, grain dust flying through the air. And it would stick to car paint like fucking glue and i could you could start on one end of the lot wash every car in that lot and by the time you got to the other end the first car was dirty again so i had constantly going through like it was not a problem and so i'd be there saturday the shop the the garage closed at noon but the sales floor stayed open till three so i would work till three just to get some extra hours in and it was not entirely uncommon for my boss to come back there with the keys to the GTO we had bought from auction that week and just throw them at me. Let's go play. Yeah, okay, I can do that. That's a cool boss. Yeah, he was a really cool, he was a diehard car guy. That's how I got the job. He was in the car club with my father. My dad went in there one day to ask him about some like, you know, hey, I need something, whatever, and I left with a job. That hmm. was that was how I got that. Interesting. But, yeah, I would be lying if I said we never beat 
on a couple of lock cars, although they were never new ones. They were always used Yeah, ones. for sure. For yeah, sure. So that, that guy at Marshalltown, they, they were saying that, that was uh, he was on a test drive. You got to be shitting me. That was I'm the thing kidding. I was that's, questioning. That's what was people, like, was people that, were saying that, that he... Oh, they let him borrow it for like the day? It for, yeah, like was taking it oh, for the day to shit. test drive. He was, air quote, serious buyer. Took it to Marshalltown, raced it. That's a that's a bad deal. You could tell he was halfway babying it because there was a lot more in the tank than what he was putting down. Was he babying it or was that the limit of his driver's skill? <clears throat> you could argue either way. We've to never seen too, that guy again. Yeah, I know. I'd never seen him before. And when I watched him, I'm like, he's not pushing as hard as he could. Dude, that guy's an idiot. Because I almost looked up the because de- you could surely you can search the dealer number. It's on the plate. You yeah. could figure it out. Oh yeah. So we could have fucking said something like, who? How do you know that? I mean, where did the car come from? Presumably Marshalltown, probably. It's not a very big town. No. Somebody probably knows you're doing that, dude. Like, put two and two together, man. Yep. Not smart. Not smart at all. Uh, that's a risk not worth taking. No, not at there's, all. There's a lot of dealerships that I think are almost too willing to give you extended, like, overnight Take or it. over weekend uh, test drives just to close a deal. Some what of are you are, suggesting? I'm not suggesting anything. <laughs> I am simply stating that there are some places that are almost overly eager to do that for you. Yeah, especially when you start getting into air quotes, high end cars like here in Des Moines, like a Corvette. Might Josh be, did it with a used Subaru once. A used Subaru? Yeah, they were even his wife just kind of like stopped. Those? Do you even need and, salespeople for those? Not in Central Iowa. No. <laughs> just shut up and take it. It's you're not getting a discount, so just here, sign the paperwork. If you That's walk in Subaru with a sales. vape pen and a flat billed hat, they don't even bother trying to sell. They it just to put you. the paper in front of you and Studio. said, "I marked it up another two grand. You're gonna buy it anyway, asshole. Just sign the paper." <laughs> It's not your check anyway. It's your mom's. Let's just get this done with. Oh, sick wow. burn. Anyway, he's, what happened? He's on fire. What happened? How did I get here? Um, anything else on that off-road deal? I don't know. It's cool. We're definitely going to have to plan ahead next year. Yeah. But uh, if we don't get your off-road bucket list checked off this year, we can definitely align something up next year. Yeah. Feeling pretty good we about it. We should try to do that this year, but yeah, I'm with you. Uh, now I'm really slacking on my bucket list because I don't have leads on any. I tried sending stuff to Jalopnik, and they didn't like me. You find a better site anyways. I think I can find guys. a better site. I'll say it out loud. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Track tuned? Track tuned. We'll call it good. Nah, I want to shoot a little No offense. Higher. No offense. No, no offense at all to Track Tuned, because I'm very grateful that they let me put my crap on their website. But, um, yeah. Something nationally recognized. Or internationally. Or internationally recognized would be sweet. It doesn't have to be Jalopnik since they didn't give a shit. But what else could it be then? Drive would Auto, be one. Autoblog? I, but I don't, Drive doesn't really do guest editorials, do they? Uh, I'm not sure. I kind of started looking at it, but I'm not really sure. I bet you could, if we did, if we could get a press car and write a review about it, a it good, might be, you a could get review. it picked up. That would be two, th- well, that'd be almost two things. You could. You could get it picked up by Road and Track or Car and Driver or something like that. That would I would count that as my other one, which was go to a press event. If I could get a press car and write an article and get it in something, I would count that as two and just take them off. Bam, knocking them. Because if you can get a press car, you can surely go to a press event. I can't. It's not that much different. I wouldn't think. I would think that you could probably get to an event easier than they'll let you take a car. That's un- true. Unsupervised. Here you go. Here is a car, sir. We drove it here to you, and here is some gasoline. As opposed to you could show up here. And we could supervise you while you do stupid stuff. To I our think car. our biggest hurdle to getting press cars is our <coughs> location. Yeah, 
if we lived in Chicago, I'm betting they have press fleets. They probably don't have a press fleet in Des Moines, Iowa. No. That's true. Maybe during the state fair. That's true. Maybe they do make passes. Well, they got to... I wonder if they go over to anyway. We'll talk. We'll talk about. Yeah, it. this air. is not air. not this good is internal conversation. Stuff. Not really. Now you know the inner workings of us. So, boom. The rest of this show is going to be news, right, Robbie? Sort yeah. of. Sort of. So the first. The first news. one's not really news. Motor Trend came out with the uh, the best drivers' car lineup, and this year they included the Aston Martin V12 Vantage S, the BMW M4 GTS, the Nissan GTR, the Jaguar F-Type SVR the Acura NSX, the Audi R8 V10, the Mercedes-AMG GTS S, uh, the Dodge Viper ACR, the Camaro SS 1LE, uh, the Porsche 911 Carrera S, the Shelby GTR or GT350R, and the McLaren 570S. And then they took them out, drove them on the road, then they drove them on the track, and then they decided which was the best driver's car. Yes. Not car of the year, driver's car. Driver's car, which to me is kind of a weird concept because when I think driver's car, I think track good day car, like a, like a car that I drive on the street sometimes, and then mostly it's intended for being like a race car, like tr- track day car. See, I think driver, so when I think driver's car, I think a car that you take out and throw around on twisty back roads more and occasionally do track day stuff with Right. A car that's fun to drive on the road. Yeah, and that's kind of how I came to my conclusion on what car I would actually want. So you, just to be clear, the way you read it was in reverse order. So the Aston Martin was 12. This is their standings for what they decided. Yeah, so when, yeah, when I read it, it was literally how they did it. So Aston Martin was worst. Yeah, they're, They picked the McLaren, McLaren 570S. 570S. Yeah. Yep. So what were you going to say? What did you determine, sir? Well, if you line these cars all up in front of me and you're like, drive one, Yeah. my first gut instinct is the Dodge Viper ACR because I think that would be probably the most fun to drive on track. Number five. Yep. And for I, those keeping track. Yep. And like after we've talked about it and, and we've I've looked into it, it's a Viper would just be fun. But after watching their video and kind of like thinking about it and driving the 240 as what I've had in the past, because it's got racing suspension and you can dial it in to however stiff you want it. Yeah. And if you're going at like a racetrack setting, it is murder to drive it on the road. Um, I actually had it on, on the stiffest setting one time, just out of curiosity, and drove it to the gas station and back. It's undrivable. Thought you were gonna it, die. Yeah, it's it's spine's it's, gonna come out. It, you're bouncing the seat so bad, and then if you hit a resonance, the whole car's just bouncing like a boat, and it's it's you you can't drive it. And if, if that's the Viper, how my Omni used to be. If the Viper is half as stiff as they claim it is, it's not. You can't drive it on the street. And then I actually would agree with them that that my second choice on a track would be the McLaren 570S. And if it was going to be a sweeping back road, I would agree that the McLaren 570S is probably the most fun car for me for that. See, I think that the problem with back roads and driver's cars as I define it. And every single car on that list is that you cannot legally push any of those cars to their limit on the street, Not even a little no. bit. which makes none of those cars, driver's cars to me, You'd the way I define driver's car, you can't really do it on, on anything above like Miata, BRZ, maybe V6 Camaro level. Yeah, so you could argue that the Mustang and Camaro can make that list. I don't think that because they chose the the, the track pack versions of those cars. Now, apparently the new Camaro, you can get the 1LE package in either the V6 or the V8. Okay. So I would take 
a V6 1 LE is a driver's car. And apparently the, the V8, engine is awesome. That yeah. V6 it, is awesome. It, it sounds so fucking good. There was somebody just had to have been like Friday of last week or, you know, late last week. I was at work. I was outside and somebody pulled out of a parking lot and got on their V6, their new V6 Camaro. Mucho Lyco. Yeah. If you're curious, you should go to Jalopnik, like search V6 Camaro exhaust Jalopnik. It sounds like the Jag, man. It's, it's it, so good. It's, it's good. so good. I would almost have a hard time, because they have the 1LE package on either one, mm-hmm. I'd have a hard time picking the V8 over the V6 at this point. Wow. If I was buying it as a driver's car, I would definitely buy the V6. Yeah. But that's my definition of driver's car. To me, none of those cars classifies that because they're all supercars and they're all too fast. They all have way too wide and way too sticky of a tire to be able to push to their limits legally on the street. Yeah. So like when I first saw it, when I thought driver's car, I thought like race driver, like someone that's going to be tracking these things. And even yeah. when, even when you your watch, definition of driver car fits all of those cars yes. way better than what I define as driver. So car. even, even on the motor trend video where they're, when they take these cars out, the 10 minutes of the 30 minute video, 40 minute video is on the sweeping back roads before they go. These are all way too powerful. We can't drive this. <laughs> well then you, what, what are we doing the, here? Yeah. You the, need to choose different cars. You though. need to, yeah, you change, Pick different cars or change the title to being the best track day car that we happen to drive on the street a little the bit. The best supercar thing. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, when I was reading through this stuff, they do have a lower powered segment that they're going to be coming out with at some point in time this year. They do. It'd be interesting to see what that is because that'll have the Miata and they said the Fiat in it. But then like they have the M2 on there. Uh, in that in that segment? I think that was on the, that was on the list. The M2, like the V6 uh, Camaro. Isn't the M2 like 350 horsepower? I think that's pushing the upper limit of being able to be called. It's the same deal. That's the very bleeding edge of that. I don't know that the M2, like if you are actually driving it hard, it it may be more fun, but I don't know that it's significantly faster than the V6 Camaro around a track or on a road. Uh, Yeah, it's probably true. This is complete and total. Making shit up as we go along here. Just rolling with it. But I don't know. It's inter- it's interesting. I had like some blend of what the two of you came up with because my thought of like a driver's car is that it's a Sunday and it's nice out and I want a car that's an event to drive. I may not be driving it at the limit on the road, but it's like a big it's a bunch of nonsense and you know my problem with the McLaren and it's also the reason that I think the McLaren is awesome, but my McLaren the my problem with it for this particular instance is that it's too it's too good. calculated. It's too. It's too perfect. Everybody says it's fucking perfect. It's, it's the best. Hyper engineered. It's too much. So I picked the Aston Martin <clears throat> the because worst I think one? it's going to be the worst one. But I think can't you get that with a good old fashioned yes. row it yourself? Yep. It's got to be in a driver's car. So I know the- a lot of people make the argument that the manual is dead and and we just need to get over it. But if I'm buying a car for pure driving enjoyment, I still think it has to have that. Absolutely. I, I still think. Of the list, I think that's the one that's going to be the most, besides the Viper, which to your point, Robbie, might be too much. It's too yeah. far the other way. I think it's going to, the one that you're going to enjoy the most. It's going to be the most involving. It's going to be the one you're driving around without the stereo on. Because I think if you're driving around in like the M4, for instance, like what are you paying? You're just going to, it's just, it's just a BMW. Even the, even the AMG, which AMGs are crazy. I still think it's just going to be too normal most of the time. 
I want doesn't something. Have a, those are cars you could drive every single day. They don't yeah. have a sense of occasion. Right. And I think the Aston Martin is going to be the dumbest. It, it's it's the car that doesn't make any sense. It's silly. It's, it's, it's fun. silly. It is fun. And the, but the ACR is the same way. So if somebody so said think, the ACR, I'd I totally I think the be on Viper board. that they should have used is not the ACR. <laughs> they should have used the base GTS. Viper. The GTS. I think that would have been a better car for your complaint, Robbie. Yeah, I think so too. Because then it's, it's more streetable. You yeah, comfortable. It's a car I could drive, it, and I don't have to worry about my carbon fiber splitter and and my terrible ride quality. Right, because it probably isn't a too bad of a riding handling car. I'm sure it handles great. It probably handles better than anything we've ever driven. Frankly, oh, sure. it's still faster than anything we've ever driven. Yeah, and it's more livable, but still silly and fun enough to be to have a sense of occasion about it. Yeah, for sure. I couldn't have been more bored by the 911 Carrera S. By the way, it just right? it just I don't like I don't even care about 911s anymore. Like it just doesn't matter. It's short of a GT3 or a GT3 RS. I'm just like it's too it's too we've gone too far. This is my complaint with modern supercars is we've it's we've gone too far. That 90s period when you could get the F40, the XJ220, all that shit was. Bonkers out of fucking control. Like this, you cannot drive this car as a normal human being. You're silly. You're not going to get anywhere near the limit because it will fucking kill you. You will die. That is what, in my opinion, that's what a supercar should be. These cars are made to be as fast as they possibly can be for anybody, except maybe that Aston. Right. So that's that's I think that's my opinion. That we're going to be more interested in that lower power list they they spoke of. When they have things like the the Fiat and the Miata and the 4C, I think, was on that list. Ooh. Which, as far as I'm concerned, don't even bother because 4C, <laughs> all the things. Number one. Oh, I saw the black one. It was in Beaverdale. It was oh dark, though. Oh, my gosh. I assume that that's the one. Yeah, because he claims to be the only person to have purchased one in the state of Iowa. And although that's a lofty claim, he's probably not wrong. Yeah, when You're I was speaking of the Turo one for yeah. this, when I was track. in the dealership, they said they weren't even selling them in Iowa. They were all going other places. So yeah. it's quite possible he's got the only one. But I saw it. Did you chase it down? And no, it was, if he had rented, it was dark, and he probably would have thought I was a murderer or something. So I just left to let it go. I turned thirty in a in just a few months. And you're gonna do it. I'm gonna rent that. <laughs> was it just that one that was thirty, or is it all of them? I have not seen another one that has a, a limitation on. Oh, it. Okay, so he's decided that that's the line. You go from being <clears throat> a three year old with a Jeep that flips it down the yard when you're 29 to Ayrton Senna when you hit 30. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense logically, right? Insurance. I guess insurance so. logic. No, it's not even insurance log- that's logic. Logic isn't that 20, 25, 26. Yeah, 25. Mine didn't go down. Thanks, insurance. Mine did. Did it really? Yeah, mine went down like pretty markedly. Really? Yeah. Maybe I need to change insurance. Uh, and then the next year it went down again because my parents did me the big favor of putting my insurance in my name. And I've never changed insurance companies and I've never had a claim. So in 10 years when I turned 26, I got like some platinum status or something like that. Dropped again. 10 years, no accidents? 10 years, no claims. Boom. The more you know. The more you know. Save that money. Is there anything else to say about this Motor Trend deal? No, I just wish I had a million dollars. If no, I had a million I'd buy at least one of these cars. Here's an interesting question dollars. then. If you had $250,000, would you buy any of the cars on this list? or Expendable. Would you, would you buy something else and then modify it? 
I probably I'd probably oh, I would, I'd modify it. I, I would almost never pick a stock car over a, a cheaper car that I can then change. Can you rip there something off real quick that you would buy? Almost no car on the planet that I would buy over something that's stock and could be then modified. Because I have this need to make my car my car. This is actually a point I was going to make further down the list. Do you want to come back to it? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Let's Not, it has nothing to do with these cars, but it was, it's okay. what we talk about later. We can we'll back loop to into it. Thanks, James, from Kanga Motorsports for that one. Yeah. He, if you have suggestions about topics to, or anything, you should definitely hit us up on If you want to know our, our opinions. What's up next, Rami? So Tesla is being sued by 126 owners in Norway because the insane mode is not insane enough. These people Best in news. Norway fucking get it, man. Best news story of the year. My favorite news story by far. There's this a class action a lawsuit by multiple owners in Norway because their Tesla is not fast enough. I love it. <laughs> How there's, fast does it need to be? Well, Tesla claimed that their, um, their 0 to 60 time was between 3.1 and 3.3 seconds, and all the owners are claiming it's not even close. And then they also are claiming that their models were recorded at 469 horsepower, when the advertisement price is, uh, or advertisement price, advertisement is at 700 horsepower. That's a big difference. That's a huge difference. Yeah, that is a massive difference. I'll give him credit for that one. But uh, this thing, I guess Tesla's huge in Norway because they've got some crazy credit if you buy one there, like yeah, they, a tax credit. Yeah, like they're super eco-friendly. It's kind of like what they did with the Chevy Volt here, I think, where if you buy it, you get a you know, bunch of money off or something. Because I think they want to go like completely fuel free by mm-hmm. like twenty twenty five or something super crazy. Like doesn't even make sense, but they're trying. Isn't that where Gatabil or whatever is? Pretty sure that's in Norway. Is it? Yeah. So you've got like these two extreme, three, extreme <laughs> sizes yeah. of things. Yeah. But. If you don't know what Gatabil or Gatabil or looks like Gatebill is, you should Google it because it's like grid life. But at 11, it's more. <laughs> I, I think it's only grid life at 11 because it's been going longer. Oh, for sure. Give grid life a few years, and we're going to be right at that level of insanity. It looked like Atlanta was nuts. Pretty, pretty fucking, oh, fucking out of control. Already. So, But that, I guess they're suing for like $7,500 a piece. Yep. Which really isn't that much money. No, they might I think be. the option's like ten grand or something stupid. This is on the 85D, not on the 90 or the 100. Yep. This is a, a little bit older model. So basically, it's still just, just trying like, to get their money back. It just the the title is funny the idea, because yeah. all you ever see about those Teslas is that they're just brutally fast. There was a video that I saw floating around on like thirteen twenty video and stuff like that this week of a a Tesla Model S beating the pants off of a four five eight. You know, they're not slow cars. Oh, did you see? There's an electric racing team, and they have a Tesla that's like. GT3 looking. It's got a big blank there is on a, it and a big there front is a, splitter. There is a spec. This was actually... I was going to do this for next week because I okay. saw it late today. We're probably talking about the same thing. But there is sick. a spec Tesla Model S series that is coming. And you can apply to be a driver. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Do you see the car? Yes. Fucking sick. Yeah. I would drive that for sure. <laughs> 100%. Fucking ridiculous. Carbon wide body, the whole nine yards. It's crazy, Robbie. You had me a carbon. Giant wang. Giant wang, Robbie. We a know how real much you wang. love wang. Not a fake carbon fiber no, it's wang. Real carbon it's fiber wang. real carbon fiber. Nothing better than a big carbon fiber wang. And on that note, what's the next news topic? <laughs> the uh, Chevy Colorado ZR2 is using the Z28 Camaro's uh, spool valve damping system suspension. Mini Raptor. 
It is a mini raptor. Do you see that thing? It's probably going to cost the same as a regular raptor. It's so At cool. least. Well, yeah, because a normal Colorado is already absurdly expensive, yep. as we've talked about before. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, their sales are already not super great compared to the Silverado, because the Silverado this year is sold, or last year sold 600,000 units compared to the, like, 80,000 that the Colorado sold. So, I mean, again, like we kind of talked about this before, where they go, if you're going to spend that kind of money, you're just going to get the Silverado. It's like a couple thousand more for the base I'm going to take a swing in the dark and say the ZR2 is going to be starting at 45,000. 45, yeah, and then when you buy all the options that you want, 55. all the options that you need, it's going to be north of 50. Yep. Which is out of it's Crazy control. expensive, That's dude. That's so much money for can't a truck you, this. Can't you get a Raptor for, don't they start at 50 or 45? I know you can get a used one for at least 40. So I think they're a little more than I think that. the new one had like a really reasonable starting price. I wonder if there's any depreciation on that truck. There's not a lot. I know like it's anything that's posted online it's, it's roughly yeah, what they paid actually, for. Actually, cuz I was looking at trucks before I bought the Trailblazer and they don't get cheaper. Is that a numbered vehicle? Is that a limited production annually or will they sell or will they build as many as they can sell? The ZR2? No, the Raptor. Uh, no, I don't think it's limited anymore. At some point it may have been, but I don't believe that it is anymore. Because you would think a car that does not have a limitation shouldn't really hold value too well. You know, if we can sell $500,000, we will make $500,000. Yeah. It shouldn't hold its value as well as we could sell $500,000, but we're only going to make two hundred and fifty. Yeah, but I'm going to say something that is going to probably set you off. Those, It's that whole four-wheel drive thing. It's we are we are in the center of the the country, middle America. They talk about it on CNN all the time. Middle America, we're those people, and we like trucks and we like light beer. I'm generalizing. Don't don't send me hate mail, but you know what I mean. Like seriously, we we love pickup trucks, and if it has four wheel drive, it's made out of solid gold. I know, and I don't get it. But that's the that's the problem. They just don't depreciate. And apparently, they can charge whatever the fuck they want to up front, except for the Colorado. If it's a full size truck, you can charge whatever you want for it. So well, expensive. that's the problem with Colorado is that it should have been smaller and cheaper. Yeah, for sure. They could have made a sweet Tacoma competitor. Isn't the Tacoma? Isn't the TRD Tacoma like forty grand? I I think so. And even that's also kind of following the path of basically all the pickups because the Frontier, the Nissan Frontier is bigger. Yeah, the Tundra's or the Tacoma everything's bigger. bigger. Cars, trucks, yeah. SUVs. It doesn't matter. Everything is bigger. I wish the Taco was smaller. Because I was just, the other day I saw there was like a 04 Frontier next to an 04 Tacoma. I was like, that's fucking that's, perfect, That's man. the right size. That's, that's actually right the there. car that I, uh, the, that's what I wanted to buy when I was trying to get the Rogue Best. Like cash. a TRD like old a, Tacoma? Yeah, like a, a Nismo Frontier is really what I wanted. Uh, someone at my work actually had one. They're hard was, to come by, though. Yeah, they are. And again, they kind of hold their value. Yep. I mean, we're not talking 40000 but... But you're looking at Nismos, and those are mildly specialized vehicles that right. didn't sell very many of them, so I can see them holding their value. Yeah. But, but no. we're talking about currently produced vehicles, and they're still just as expensive as it, if you were to buy it new. I don't get it. Yeah. Anyway, the Colorado, because we're talking more about the Raptor here. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's interesting. Maybe the pictures also- I saw were still in camo. Yeah, yeah, it looks a lot like it's the same st- body style, and they're just amping it up for the off, like the air quoted off road. Well, that's all they did. So the ZR2 was a package you could get on the S10, like what I yep. have, and that's all it was. It was just 
You know, like mine is two inches lower than a standard S10. The ZR2 was like probably three to four inches taller, mm-hmm. and it had kind of a like off-road mud terrain tire on it, and then obviously it had four-wheel drive. Right. Whereas none of the extremes did, but I mean, surely this is it not didn't have this fancy of a shock absorber. Yeah, when, now, when, now that they're going to a spool valve damping system, it's going to take your forty thousand dollar truck and and turn it into a fifty thousand dollar truck before you add your options. I mean, it's, yeah, it's I kind of wonder. I kind of wonder if you're low on your estimate because of that suspension setup. Think it's gonna be more than that. Well, I, that's that's like that's the bee's knees damper. And that's the end all be all for GM right now. So I and we're already looking at a truck that you can spend more than fifty grand on. And this is so gonna stupid. be its top of the line version. I wouldn't be shocked if a full built one, especially if they'll sell it with the diesel, is gonna top sixty. I don't see the point at all of that. In a world so where you can buy an eighty thousand dollar suburban this is what it's coming to. Yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, why don't millennials buy new vehicles? Well, it's because they don't want to be. I hate that. I hate every time I see that article, I'm like, really? Really? I wa- you're a, I you're a journalist of all people. You make no money. You know why we don't buy cars. You should you should step outside and look around once. Yeah. You you have a degree that costs you $80,000 to get, and you make $40,000 a year. Yeah, you're going to go lucky. buy a brand new car? Right, exactly. Exactly. It's so stupid. I, but then they offer they'll offer a bunch of incentives and they'll offer like ten year financing, and people which is the worst idea some, ever. Yeah, and, but some people will do it. A lot of people. A will lot do of it. people do it, and if they don't buy this, they'll spend sixty grand on a Sierra or something. Ten tens top tip. I was deeply upside down in my TT at once. Never, ever, ever let yourself get in the oh, house. It's terrible. It's miserable. Yeah, it is because miserable. I had a car I couldn't afford payment wise or repair wise and couldn't sell it because I'd still owe money on it and then I wouldn't have a car. And then it's an unsecured loan and they have the right to raise the interest rate on it. So like if you had a decent interest rate, they could raise it to like 13% if they wanted to. Yeah. It's crazy. Or more. They could could raise it to like a credit card interest rate, which is over 20. If you want to give an accountant anxiety, tell her that... Obviously, I'm talking about one specifically. (laughs) Just to, just to push buttons, tell her that you're thinking about buying a brand new truck because they're practically giving it away with 0% APR financing. 0% APR financing. <laughs> a five grand back, Robbie. Like the, you can't say no. You yeah. can't afford not to. You can't they're, afford not to. They're giving this away. I could just release it it's, for a couple it's, years. Robbie, it's 0% for 89 months. So what's the problem? <laughs> 89 months. It's free so money. Long. It's free money, Robbie. These brand new vehicles are giving them away. They want us millennials to buy them. Yeah, just, just watch the reaction. I, let me know when there's a auto blog article that they've that the Colorado has hand wine windows. I'll be interested in that. I'll I'm still that. trying, people. <laughs> I've still looked. I, I did a locate today, and the son of a bitch beat me there. We should just call the fleet services because they have the fleet sales guys at the big dealerships. Should just call them. Carl's. Can I get a, uh, a a hand crank hand wind window set up on my Silverado or on my Colorado? Yes, sir. How many would you like? No, no. I just wanted to know if you could get it. That's all. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Click. We might have to do that. What are we doing Saturday? <laughs> Making make calls. We're going to wear suits and go in. I would like to speak with the fleet manager, please, because I have business things to do, and I am very busy. I have enough polos that say ICS on them. We could all you just, could go in, yeah. We could all three go in wearing, you know, matching branded clothing. They think we're the fleet manager. There you go. Perfect. 
Too bad we've bought vehicles from Carl's and they'd know better, but whatever. Oh, all this article made me think about was the fact that I won a Z28 Camaro. <laughs> yep. I was reading, I was like, these dampers are sick, dude. <laughs> they really should, are. should get a Z28 They're Camaro. They're cool. should get a Z28 Camaro. They're impressive. It's, it's, a, yeah, cool, it it's impressive. a cool design. Like, I, I can't even begin to describe it to a way that Let's engineer this, it. Robbie. Well, they use a spool valve and a, that... I'm not even gonna try. It, <laughs> Google know, it. Yeah, f- yeah, watch the YouTube video that Robbie will make. Yeah, go to go to YouTube and then watch it. Don't even not what I'm making. Just go to be like, how does a spool valve work? And then you have fluid going in here, and the fluid pushes it here. It's, Aren't these magnetic at some level? These too? are not magnetic. I thought these, these are better the mag- than magnetic. I thought they were the mag. No, these, these are these not are, ag- these are magnetic better. and not adjustable. Yep. Well, you they get what you get. They they, they can adjust. They them. can tune them. Yeah. yeah you can yeah. tune it. Then it gives a. Uh, it just gives a, co- a combination of ride quality and adaptability over rough terrain. Is this? Aren't these available on the ATSV as well, or the CTSV? I think those are magnetic. Yep. Are those there, mag- those a, are mags? Well, these were used mostly in off-road and racing applications until recently. So now it's Chevy's kind of been the one company that's had success with commercializing it. There's another. There's some uh, crazy high-end supercar that has them too. Because I know there is I Chevy doesn't. Does Chevy buys these from somebody. Chevy doesn't manufacture those. They buy them from somebody. And I remember where who has them. I was listening to something, but it was like, it, I mean, we're talking some like half million dollar plus car. Multimatic and, is the or Multimatic is the company that makes them. And they have the same dampers as that Z twenty eight. And it was like one of those deals. Somebody was talking about like when you're talking to somebody who owns one of these, like, oh yeah, my Camaro has those. Yeah. I'm that dude. I'll be this guy for a second. I'm that dude when they were like, I watched the video that GM produced. It was just a PR jerk off section, you know, video about how when they were testing the Z28 braking, it was spinning the tire on the wheel and they had to put the knurling oh, on. I remember I that. was that dude that was like, this is fucking sweet, dude. I need this in my life. <laughs> and of course, you go on the, you go on like Jalopnik and read the, read the comments and all the Mustang haters are like, oh, this is fucking stupid. Oh, your wheel slips. Cool story, bro. But I was like, this is all I fucking need this in my life right now. It's crazy. It they is a put, little crazy. They should put a factory bead locks on. That would have been sweet. That would have been cooler than knurling. Bead locks are way cooler. GTR has knurling because they were popping beads on cornering, supposedly. I heard that. Bead locks are cooler, though. Bead locks are cooler. Probably a little complicated. Neat. Needlessly complicated, but I don't care. What's next, Robbie? So Honda has set the FIA land speed record at the Bonneville Salt Flats. In, t- in a class, in a it's a, in the category A group one class four. Ah, yes, of course, <laughs> oh, class, class four. Yeah, okay. We've been waiting years. What, category for class one four. or category two? Category A. Oh, oh A, shit. not B. You got oh, your books okay. mixed ah, up. Ah, yeah, NASA, CCA. Yeah. No, there's too many rules. I I spent time trying to figure out what the hell cars are in this class. Not a damn clue. So, so they so use, they might be the only car in that no, class. No, I don't think so. They said this, this might not be they, as good as I thought I it was. I think it was this, actually the same class was with a for Honda Formula One car that broke it last time. So I, I, whatever's allowed, whatever that in, class yeah, is, whatever the hell is allowed in this class, you're, it, a Formula One car meets it too. This but this car cr- has a slightly smaller engine. The crazy it. thing is, yeah, they did it with a 660 cc engine out of. Uh, there's S660 so sports car. That's kind of the funny thing. So they say, oh, it's just, it's the motor of the S660, but it's not because the motor in the S660 is aluminum, and they were like, oh, it's not going to handle the boost pressure. So they built a cast iron one. Yeah, it's everything more else of, is like billet. It's kind of like when you when when you have these billet motors, like 
excessive has that billet two Jay Z. Oh yeah, it's a two Jay Z. No, it's based on a two Jay Z. It meets the spec of a two Jay Z. You had is, a drawing of a two Jay Z. This you've is changed based it. on the motor that comes in the S six sixty. Yep. So the S six sixty has, uh, which is super cool, and we don't get it. It's like a shoe, but it's still cool. It's like a little tiny it, car. It kind of looks like that. It should be driver's car of the year. It's a Miata, but motor slower, train. and I love it. But it's smaller, and it's it's not. It's not trying to be anything other than it. It reminds me of the smart coupe or the, uh, the what's the little ro- the roadster, the smart, smart roadster, roadster yeah. that we That's didn't get roadster. that was cool. That's what it reminds See, me. See, I feel like there's a market for those cars because you have these inner city folk that want to buy fun, cute, adorable cars. Did you see things. Daihatsu had a little tiny car too that was like 660 cc's and it was this turbocharged? Is a, a, isn't, these, aren't, isn't that a K car? Yeah. So there's like this whole like sub. Market JDM yo yeah that we don't get any of them and they have a bunch of these rad ones so dude so dude <laughs> exactly but I you know what the problem is we're talking about these are small cars it's Tiny. Very, very small they don't sell here can't sell small cars here I still don't know why though there should be a market for that I'd once, buy one once gas prices go back up then I'd buy one of those used because I'm never gonna buy a new car no God no that's that's just throwing money away <laughs> but anyways since we haven't Dutch. haven't we we haven't what were we talking about <laughs> The land record. Oh, yes. It, so how fast did they go? 261.875 miles per hour. And it was actually... It's a standing mile, wasn't it? Yeah, it, well, it does an average of two runs. So it sounds like they go a mile one way yeah, and, and then a mile back, back. And then they have to... It's you whatever, average the two. They average the two. So that you... So they actually hit 200. In theory, the idea is supposed, is supposed to be that you cancel out any wind. Yep. Pushing you in one direction. Yeah, because they hit 266 going one way and couldn't meet it on the way back. I think this is the FIA record for 500 to 750 cc, whatever that means. Yeah, it's more than one record. That's right. hauling yes. ass. Yes. So that's a standing mile? Uh, it, that's it, what that's it's how I un- That's how I understood it, yes. I read standing Because that's not even like Bonneville Salt Flat style. That's You got a mile. That's good luck. Booking it. Well, yeah, they didn't define. They couldn't. I couldn't find a place to actually define it because I saw a video of them driving it and and it said you know the Honda record. Yeah. And it was showing them being pushed by a Land Rover for a while, and then they took oh. off. But I think that by was a pre- Land Rover. They couldn't even. I think it was just like a does everybody use line? a Land Rover when they're going for records. Maybe, maybe it was a CRV. I don't know. I didn't pay attention. Who cares? You need to get sponsored by Land Rover, apparently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it takes a 600 cc engine that and when with all the billet and the cast iron and all everything. Has only 190 horsepower, and they were still able to go 260 miles an hour. That's all it did was 190. 190 horsepower, which is three times more than it made from the factory. Good God, it's crazy. That's using horsepower right. It's and it's using efficiency. Yes. I wonder what it revs to. All of them, like a million. Because that's kind of the thing. Small displacement engines. If you want to make big power, you gotta rev. Yeah, it's gotta be going like 15,000. Ah, you sweet. think? Well, that's why they pushed it with gearing. Yeah. Crazy. Don't we have another land speed record that was set recently? Yes. Uh, Venturi set the new world record, world land speed record for the electric car at 341 miles per hour. Do well, we have a previous record? Were we just, wasn't that the Corvette? Was that Corvette? I think it was the Corvette. But I don't know if that was land speed or standing mile speed. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I when I, immediately when I read this, I was like, "Oh, the Corvette mile, uh, Corvette record got the broken." Car was like super a waste of money. Yeah, it was. You could have a Corvette that was as fast with a Corvette with a camshaft in it for two hundred fifty thousand. No, it was like three thirty or something. Oh yeah, it might it was have something been. disgusting. You heard of turbos, bro? 
Much cheaper. <laughs> but anyway, electric car. Yep. So to achieve this, they had to complete two runs of an 11-mile course within one hour and the average time taken to record for record purposes. So that's how yeah. they got 341. That's Bonneville Their style. top speed was 358 miles per hour. Man, that's, that's fast. fast. It with a 3,000 horsepower engine. <laughs> Your scale is vastly different from the 190 <laughs> See, that, horsepower we were just talking to about. To me, that makes that Honda record even more impressive. And in a mile. Yeah, a shorter distance with significantly less power. I know it's like 100 and some miles an hour is a lot of speed, but that's a lot of power and a yeah. lot of distance. Yep. It's crazy. I'm sure it had a lot to do with batteries. Well, the car was 11 meters long, and I'm sure it's all batteries. Yes. And that's, that's, that's what, 30-some yeah. <laughs> feet for, 30, yeah, for like us 33 Americans. feet, roughly. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's nuts. It's interesting. But that's all I know about electric cars, really. That was it. <laughs> so if it makes 3,000 horse, I wonder what it does for torque. Like a, I don't know, like a... 20,000 probably because <laughs> <It's probably laughs> that's how we have no idea how, yeah, I'll say electric motors is ridiculous yeah at no revs yeah it's just torque all the way across it's just the whole way what up next the four gt test drivers were ticketed for going 101 in a 50 mile an hour zone weren't there three of them three of them in in, in separate cars three separate yeah. cars in colorado they were they were assuming they're doing a high altitude testing and they got busted going way too fast 50 miles an hour over the speed limit so my understanding of speed limit laws, at least in Iowa, is that double the speed limit, you do not drive home. You yeah. go to jail. And I think you're required to take like the, course. the defensive driving course or whatever. Yeah. I looked into and it. And obviously you're going to lose your license for a while. A while. So since it's over in Colorado, since it's over 20 miles an hour above the limit, you're required to have a court date. Have to go to court. Have to go to There's court. none of that opting out by paying the ticket thing. Yep. And I also did some more research and found that going more than 40 miles an hour above the speed limit is 12 points against your license, which is the equivalent, <laughs> which is the, in Colorado is the equivalent of a DUI oh. or leaving the scene of an accident. Ooh. They're fucked. Super oh, fucked. Oh, my God. Man. Anytime that you compare a ticket to a DUI... Yeah, you're super You're screwed. done. Yeah. So you know what a test driver needs? Oh. A driver's license. Yes. Also, and if you get 12 points in a 12-month period, your license is suspended. And it's an even... I couldn't find anything like that pertained to like a test driver. But if you have a commercial license, it's even stricter than that. Oh, yeah, for so, sure. I mean, they might get, take it forever. Yeah. I don't think you probably have to have a commercial license to do what they were doing. Yeah, I'm curious as to what license a test driver would need. I would guess it's just a base license. Just like it's I a, don't need a commercial license to drive my commercial van. It's only commercial licenses are only required based on weight. Yeah, I suppose, and, and yeah, I guess if they're rarely ever on the street. Yeah, they're. Not, I don't even need a license. They're not supposed to be doing anything that on the street anyway. <laughs> yeah, that is out of the norm. But apparently they were going so fast at some point that they got clocked and the officer couldn't catch him because they clocked him and then caught him in different places because they blew past the dude doing 100 in a 50 and it was in a twisty area and he didn't feel like he could catch him. And so he radioed ahead 
to get some other officers to catch him. This is the thing I think is always funny about people. Oh, outrun the cops. There's one thing you're, no matter how fast you go, there's one thing you'll never outrun. Radio. There's too many of them, man. And they can all talk to each other. The sheriff can talk to the police department. Yada, 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 back and forth. State troopers, they can all talk to each other. When you're in high-profile cars like that, those should be at your house. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, they'll find you. there's, There's nowhere they could go. Like, you know... Go do a buck twenty down Interstate thirty five in a Ferrari, for you know pick up take a four five eight. There's two of them in the county. Yeah, they'll roll find, the dice and you. have a cop. They'll find it. They can call the uh, DMV. Who's got a Ferrari? Yeah, the list is going to be pretty short, and they can you know all the old shit they could cross off, and they could start. They could find you if they really wanted to. Yeah, I'm curious as to how cool their boss is. Because not that cool. It, it can't <laughs> be. These guys don't I, have jobs. I, that's what I was going. Do they have jobs anymore? And I couldn't find a Ford advertisement for a test driver, but I found an Articat one. And the, <laughs> and the essential duties and responsibilities, number one is operate test vehicles in a safe and professional manner. Shit. <laughs> so they failed that. You know, if I was looking at this, if GM had been on the ball, somebody had took a picture, and it's the three GTs stopped by a Caprice with the lights on. Oh, oh, new one? Damn it, Come GM. on, GM. Come on. At least a little trolling, like some unofficial, oh, whoa, no, somebody put that out they weren't supposed to. Damn it. Oh, God. You know there's some lawyer that said they couldn't do right, that. Right, they were getting ready to do it, and they're like, no, no. We're put, better than that. No, we're away. not better than that. We don't have to be better than that. Come on. Just looks perfect. It would have been great. And then one more to add to that. For testing purposes, it is necessary to possess a clean driving record. Shit. And be allowed to travel. Well, it's for, for, for them. It's to be allowed to travel in Canada, but... These people, they're screwed. They don't they have lo- jobs. They have I to. guarantee it. They're going to have to find new careers. Ford they're ha- not going to get yeah. new jobs. Ford has to fire them. It's a PR mess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you take your prototype out and you're going 50 or 100 in a 50. Limit, yeah. It's not, they're it's, lucky no one died. I mean, we're joking frankly, about the, it. But. The, the speed limit doesn't matter. No. Because they were doing 100. At the end of the day, they were doing triple digits. It didn't wouldn't matter if they were doing it in a seventy five. They're well, at least in the seventy five, it'd probably be a straight right, line. But from a PR perspective, they're screwed. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a mess for Ford for sure. Because fifty miles an hour means they're probably going into or out of a town, or around a you know that a was curvy the, road. That was curvy. Area. That was the curvy, real tight area. I'm sure they were. I mean, again, yeah. it goes back to what we just talked about. Cars too damn fast. Yeah, if you're if you're going hundred in a curvy area. They probably came up on somebody that they didn't see. Like, you know, they come right, the so you cor- don't have any visibility. The, come around the corner, there's a tractor. They're lucky they're not dead. That cop was out there cl- uh, looking for S two thousands and yeah, and stuff like that. Doing seventy and doing a 50. stupid <laughs> shit, and yep. then he came up on those supercars, and he was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, especially when you have you have all of Ford's money because Ford just wrote blank checks for that project, so. You don't need to do high-speed testing on the road. You have whatever track you want to take that car to. Oh, they were dicking around for sure. Yeah, they were just being assholes. Right, absolutely. They're screwed. Yeah. What's next? Well, I don't think you're going to have any interest in this. Me? Me? No, probably not. I don't think you're going to like this. I don't know. Bob Lutz and uh, Henrik Fisker want to build a supercharged LS Fisker. Not interested in that at all. You don't like LS I don't. I actually like electric cars over... I want a really small, like diesel, preferably engine that generates power for an electric, an electric <laughs> motor. Yeah. I'm impressed right now. 
You got that out without even so much as cracking a <laughs> smile, let alone laughing. It's the greatest fucking car ever made. No, <laughs> maybe not the greatest car ever made, but I, I like. I for sure like the idea. Well, I didn't realize that Fisker Karma wasn't really a thing anymore, and now that it's it's Karma Rivero is the company. So then I think now, the Rivero's the car, isn't it? And the Karma's they changed, the company. No, the no. There's three cars. It's the VLF Force One is based on the Viper platform. I was gonna say there's a Viper too. Yep. The, uh, that's kind of their thing is that they, they base they don't change platforms they take like a, a they take a Mustang they take a Viper and they just change from change that the body platform. yes the Rocket uses the Mustang platform and has 725 horsepower supercharged 5.5 liter V8 um, backtracking the Viper has 454 ah, 745 horsepower with Viper V10 it's the Force and, 1 is what that one's called yes and then the Destino I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong Uses the Fisker Karma platform with a 6.2 liter, four, 640 horsepower LS9, and so that's probably it, what you're interested in. It still looks like the the old Karma, though, right? Looks great, which I think is super. It's a good cool. looking car. Yeah, they're very good looking cars. You remember the one we saw at Grid Life? Yes, there was one at Grid Life. Yes, I think I that do. was like a genuine Karma. But oh man, good stuff. It takes all the things Spot I didn't on. like about the Karma and fixes them. It weighs 1,100 pounds less than a stock Karma. With a supercharged V8. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. It's crazy. <laughs> Holy cow, that's insane. Did you look at that rocket, though? Is it really ugly? It's terrible. It's the one I think The it front is, of it, it, like, I want to like the front because it's different, but the rest of it is terrible. It kind of, it looks it's like kind a, of a mess. It looks like a Mustang with a body kit to me. looks I'll like say, what I'll most Mustangs do, do, owners do to Mustangs. So. Yep. Ricer. Ricer. Yeah. It is pretty Ricer, it's, actually. It's clearly the riciest of the three. What about the v- uh, Viper one? The Force one? It's pretty sweet. It's I awesome. Thought. I don't yeah, like cool the name. Super. It's a stupid no, name. No, they're very amateur names. Like the Rocket. Yeah, but it's Bob Lutz, and he just yeah, exactly. more horsepower <laughs> and jet engines. You know how to fix this problem? Horsepower. And he's right. Add more power and more cylinders and give it a jet fighter name and put it into production. Let's go. You, When you drive that, you have to be wearing Air Force Ones, and you have to be listening to Nelly. Just constantly, yeah. Just, just that's a steep price, though. I don't know if I want to pay that. <laughs> I, I can, I can live that life. You could live that life for so. a V10. Oh yeah, supercar thing, luxury supercar. My thing. problem is that that motor does not sound like a V10 should to me. See, I, I haven't had a chance to hear it. The Vipers, uh, there's there's some reasoning behind it. I don't know. These are engineering things. I don't really care about. But the Viper does not sound like a V10 like the Audi slash Lambo V10 does, which to me is what a V10 should sound like. See, I kind of like the, the the Vipers. They have like a growl. Yeah, they're more V80. Yes. And I'm, I'm, wanna... I'm sure they designed it that way. And probably. but that's just, not... just like with the Lexus LFA where they designed that to sound like a F1 pitch. Formula One, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's more my, that's more my speed. I won't argue with that. So, Did you look at how they build these cars and actually get them into production? To an Legally. extent. Because they were talking about how they don't change certain things. Yeah. Like they don't, they'll use a production headlight from something that's a DOT approved already. And then they don't change like the seating position, the seatbelt points, the A pillars. They don't change any of that stuff on the car that they're using as the donor car. And then they can get it into production without having to do a crash test. So these are kit cars. Yes. In I would sense. call it more, I would call it. Modern coach building. Yeah, it is, is modern coach building, it. but 
but that's that's kind of the basis of a lot of kit cars using headlights from other cars and and trying to keep a lot of the same crash structure so that doesn't have to be changed that's kit car 101 but yes it's modern coach building that's I, exactly I thought what it was it is. I thought I mean it's pretty clever if nothing else cuz then he kind of skirts all of that legality nonsense that could potentially come up when you change too many things yeah, I like so it's interesting. Interesting. I like the idea. Um, interesting. I don't company. think the rocket's going to go anywhere, but he not, also maybe. he also has an. Uh, I feel like the rocket was done with Galpin too. I have no idea. Which is what uh, Galpin is, what the place that did Pimp My Ride became. Uh, it's not West Coast Customs anymore, bro. No, and I think that that I I probably wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure that's a joint venture. Or that's where that in came that, from. In that case, it shows. Yeah, it looks exactly <laughs> like some some bullshit from West Coast. It Custom. does. It's exactly what it looks Customs, like. Customs. Yeah, that's what it's called. West Coast Customs. I couldn't think of it. I was drawing a blank on it, but it, they're Galpin now. It's a stupid name. Galpin Autosports or Gas. Oh, oh gross. yeah, I did. I did know they changed their name to Gas. Yep. Gross. That guy's that guy always looked like he was strung out on something to me. Which dude? The main guy, the white guy that was in charge. Oh, yeah, for sure. I thought you were talking about Mike, the stereo dude. He X to cool. the Z exhibit. X to the Z is uh-huh. baller. Does anybody know any of the music he did? Yes. Yes. He's good. Really? He's good. I'm I'm just. He's broke now, but loop. he was good. He's yeah. solid, dude. Yeah, for, he was, he was big in the 90s? Yeah. Early he was 2000s? big. Yeah, like Ice Cube, that same time yep, period. Yep. I, I, I know the song Alcoholic really well. He was a little bit. He was slightly more underground than. Like the the more mainstream guys, like Dre and Snoop. I feel like he probably would have done better for himself if he would have steered clear of Pimp My Ride. I don't know. Made I think him, he made him a household name. I think he yeah, but I money. don't. But I think he's broke now. He's for sure he can't broke now. Get anything because of it. I think he should have stopped spending his money on stupid shit. There you go. Rule number one <laughs> of having money is don't spend it on stupid shit. That's I why I'm that's never gonna have any money. <laughs> Are cars stupid shit? No. Yes. Okay, good. By by the strictest definition for the general population, absolutely. Damn it. Worth it. And we'll finish this off with the 2017 Nissan GTR Nismo is now a hundred grand more than the base model in 2008 was. Michael, how much do you love the new GTR? None. Eh, eh. <laughs> Michael has this like really huge hatred for that. We're going to end this on the most negative note ever. I don't hate it. I don't like the fanboys. And I... It's... As a car, I'm sure it's great, but it's like... It's it's just like a a Nissan, bro. Like, calm down. Uh, A friend of mine... A friend of mine has a GTR. He lives in Sioux Falls. And uh, he hates that car for that reason. Like, you can't drive down the interstate in that car without having dudes losing their fucking mind while you're they're driving by you and then so they're trying to take pictures while they're you know they're over their shoulder trying to take pictures of you while you're driving down the road and they're swerving in their lane and stuff like that he's like i just i hate this car for that reason that's what sean said too for midwest exclusive yeah dudes it's a giant dude party every yeah. time you bring it out matt farah is famous for saying that uh if you want to attract dudes, get a car. Girls hate them. Girls yep, don't care sure. about cars. 100%. Get a puppy or a horse if you want to get a girl. That's true. A motorcycle will do you much better than a than a car will. It'll get you the right oh. kind of girl. A oh, motorcycle yeah. will. Think about it. I would not use the word right kind. <laughs> we have different maybe, tastes, yeah, right? Maybe the right, right kind for you. You're yeah. not going to take her home to mom. No. 
Not on a motorcycle. Or your friends, even. Every time I see Michael's mom, she asks me if Michael has a girlfriend yet, and my response to her is, he tells me probably less than he tells you, so you're asking the wrong person. You're an enigma. People don't need to know. All right, so back to the GTR. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be mad at me for sharing such personal (laughs) things, but I don't Uh, know. Whatever. After after ridiculing me for an entire episode, it's only fair that we... (laughs) It's been more than one episode. Exactly. Uh, I believe, what is this, 38? So that many episodes. Yeah. So the base back in 2008 was $70,000. And back then when it was breaking Nürburgring records and it was you know, beating all these $200,000, $300,000 cars, yeah, it was a hell of a bargain. But now you can get the Nismo GTR, which really isn't performing that much more better. More better. More better. That much better. <laughs> more better. <laughs> and it costs $170,000. It's, it's not so worth it. Put that into perspective for me. What other kinds of cars can I get at that price point? You can get an R8, a used Murcielago, or a used MP412C. I'd have that used Murcielago all day long. I'll take the R8, please. I know you would. Speaking of fanboys. <laughs> I'll wave at you. I'll, I'm admit it. you. And, I'll admit it. And not only that, even the base model now is still $110,000. Uh, to me, it started at eighty. Originally, yeah, originally it was eighty. So now it did get more horsepower to be. Yep, two thousand eight. Two thousand eight, it was four hundred and seventy eight horsepower with four hundred thirty four foot pounds of torque. Um, even now, they still hold their value pretty well. A used one's about fifty thousand um, dollars. The two thousand seventeen Nismo is five hundred sixty five horsepower with four hundred sixty seven foot pounds of torque. I think the big thing that they have now that they didn't then was a drivetrain that won't grenade itself like it did i mean the the gtr was famous for this we have launch control but you can't use it because you'll blow up the transmission if you do those first gen the the first yeah, run the, of the, it the 08s are really bad for them yeah, yeah. there's that yep. famous youtube video where that everybody dubs things over from hitler and he's screaming about how mad he is that he can't use launch control on his <laughs> on his gtr the new ones don't have that problem until you start modifying. Right. I remember Southside Performance when they were a shop in Sioux Falls. They had the world record GTR at the time, and it's since been beaten multiple times, but they were famous because they had a transmission replacement kit that they would you bring your GTR and you replace your transmission with their transmission components, and then you have a fully built transmission. I'm sure it was like $30,000. Yeah, they still do. Shep Trans does it too. And yeah, yeah, I think that company is now in Texas, I believe, but... That he, he got a lot SSP of, he, started in Sioux Falls. Yep. Yeah, he got really? he got in a lot of financial trouble because they build like the like billet gear sets for Lambos, like twin yep. turbo Lambos yep. and shit like yep. that. Yep. I, I didn't think, realize I they not, were from Sioux Falls. I want to say Houston. I think he got in a lot of trouble. Like what? I think yeah, it was like he you know dodging taxes stuff like that, and yeah, there's a huge lawsuit, and he booked it out of there. Huh? I didn't know that. Interesting. So yeah, the Nissan GTR is. If I, if I had one hundred seventy thousand dollars spent on a car, it wouldn't be on a GTR. It will, it will not be sure. a new GTR. Nope. Especially when I can go and buy a used. Yeah, if I was gonna anything because I could buy a fifty thousand dollar one and put sixty thousand dollars worth of parts into it and have way better, better than anything that I would rather get a hundred thousand dollar Lamborghini and take it to underground racing and see how much stuff they would give me for seventy thousand dollars. Absolutely. That's what I would do. Your money goes a lot further if you go that direction. I don't know. I, I'm sure they're going to sell like crazy. I'm, I, I don't understand why, but I I'm think sure their they will. sales have been doing the whole dropping thing. Well, but it's it's 
But at you know, if you increase your prices by thirty five percent, without they're going to do that. Significant There's Motor a- Motor Trend too in that Comparo, they said it's kind of it's it's obviously not as good as it used to be. No, because everybody else has gotten so much better, and that car's still kind of the same. I mean, it's a little better, but it's not. It's only been minor facelift changes and a few things here and there since yeah. 2008. We've, said we've kind of talked transmission about transmission feels kind of clunky, and it's not as you know, it's not as refined as motor 2008. Tra- that transmission was like no bees knees. It's where it's at. They they have not increased 10 years in technology while everybody else has. Yeah, and then they were also saying that out of all the cars that Motor Trend tested, the G, the Nismo or the Nissan GTR was the only one that had problems with the fuel. They had to have octane booster. They had they like they could not oh, run really? on ninety one. So we like if we bought it here, we would not be getting optimal performance driving around with the gas we have in Iowa. Unless it's flex fuel, you'd be screwed. Yep. You can put hundred ten octane E eighty five in it. You're golden. Meh. Stick to my ninety three. I know you guys hate ethanol. I don't. I'm not saying I necessarily hate E eighty five. I'm not but against it, but nah. Robbie's not in on it. Not yet. He's not going to do it. Not for his car. Not for my car. I'm not against it, but not for my car. What else we got? That's all we got. Boom. Let's end the show. All right. Good night. Hit that. Jeez, Robbie. <laughs> I have something to say. Don't just cut me off like that, you jerk. I'm done with this show. <laughs> Fuck this. Podcast. Drop the mic. Fuck it. Flip a table and Robbie's leave. Robbie's out. We're never doing Robbie's had show enough. Again. Yep. yep. He's tired uh, of our shit. God, he fucked up my rhythm. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> go to 1010spodcast.com and check out our store, but since Robbie doesn't give a shit, don't go there then. Fine. <laughs> I also kinda... I fixed all the shipping information on it, so yeah, if you order things, it'll be perfectly good. We've kind of stalled out on our rating and review on iTunes and stuff, so go leave us a rating, leave us a review, please. It we helps, we like it helps our uh, It helps our rankings and whatnot. Yeah, we appreciate it for sure. And I enjoy reading them and trying to guess who they are based on our interactions. And if it's really good, we'll read it on the show. Also, you need to pick out a nickname for more bucks, Michael. Mega bucks. Mega bucks. Mega bucks. Mega bucks. Trust fund, Michael. You know, something. Trust Adam, fund. Adam Jabay coined Mega bucks. Mega bucks. And he had one other one, too. I can't remember yeah, what it was. Yeah, I don't remember what the, he's, he's, he's good He at gave that. you ones for he's, both of them. He's good. He's good at that. He should stuff. subscribe to I or he should get on iTunes and leave us a, a rating. I left one for his podcast. What's he doing? Oh, that's a call out right there. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure we gave you a little help with this uh, store idea as well. So maybe you should rate and review us on iTunes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Not a big deal. Need free time. Podcast friends. Podcast friends. Podcast enemies now. <laughs> I don't have anything else. Let's end it. Bye. Next week. See you later. Keep the annex up and the pedal down. Thanks, Robbie. Is that like Whore Island? No, Whore Island would be great. (laughs) Isn't Whore Island from 30 Rock? Sorry, I was was thinking about Whore Island. (laughs) That's from Archer. Is it from Archer? Of course it's from from Archer. Oh, okay. Is there really a place called Horror Island? (laughs) No. What am I doing here?